0: In the end, the only shit I care about is what I did for my daughter. You'll never find my Bonnie.
1: How sweet. Hmm. So how about a trade? I wouldn't be losing. I... I know what you want. Alright. You take your DNA lock off that pit boy and hand it over. Can I take your word that you'll let Shobon and all of us go? I'll let you go for now. Hell, I'll give you a day to get lost. With the vault falling to shit, I'm gonna have my hands full for at least that long. Only makes sense, right? I don't trust you, Cutler. But I'll chance it. So we got a deal? Deal. Done. Major Sterling? Would you do the handoff? If you're sure about this... Nice and slow
2: now. Now hand her over.
3: Fuck that! Ah! Son of a bitch! What is this?
2: Where the fuck should you get a slave collar?
1: Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me!
0: <laughs> Shiner! Get the remote
3: ready! Oh, get out of my way! You can buddy. buddy!
4: You'll, You'll have, have
1: to sleep eventually, but we They hit the pneumatic system! Run! Don't you doubt it! When I find you, I'll kill you all! I'll
3: kill you all!
5: The river, up ahead? Oh, please tell me it is.
6: Yeah, that's the red wash. We can slow our pace a little. We're far enough away from the vault, and I don't want you passing out this early in. I'll
5: be fine. I don't need your pity. I'll be just
3: fine. (laughs) I'm surprised you've managed to run all night. Especially considering how many times you vomited.
1: You've gotten pretty good at keeping your pace while doing it, Crispy.
3: Hello.
2: Screw you, Dave. Hello.
0: I hope your trail of puke doesn't lead Cutler right to us.
1: I imagine that would be incredibly embarrassing.
2: I'm surprised he's still going, too. If I'd thrown up five times while running... I definitely need a break. How do How
5: do you think I maintain this stunning figure?
3: <laughs>
5: okay. I'll take that offer to slow down now. That's still on the table. <laughs> uh,
6: about time. I thought we'd lose you the first time you lost your lunch. Can't lie, I'm a little impressed.
5: Vomit is pain leaving the body, or something like that.
3: You wouldn't have stood a chance against that robot I narrowly managed to <sighs> escape from. <sighs> oh, yeah, make it all about you. That monstrosity must have killed well over one hundred raiders that presentation alone. I couldn't tell you how many it massacred before I managed to get away from it. What? What can you tell me about that robot? It was two Securitrons conjoined at the back, heavily reinforced with titanium, equipped with two large plasma cannons, two large gatling lasers, and coated in polished chrome. Hold on. Let me just make a new file on my pip... Oh. Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> thanks again. It sucks that bastard Cutler managed to hold on to that thing. I don't know why he'd want it, though.
1: Well, he never really explained why he wanted it, but Pip-Boys and Vaults have a close relationship. I'm sure there's something in there that he wants to access, but needs a Pip-Boy for. Uh, any... Any idea what that might be?
0: Hmm. Not really. There were some labs that were sealed off before we got there, but... I don't know why he'd want inside of them.
1: I'd need to know more about the vault itself to hazard a guess. But there isn't much we can do about it right now. I hope it isn't too harmful. In the meantime, you could still break out the old notebook and pencil. I am, or rather was, right-handed... I'm alright with the challenge, but I already have ideas on how I could compensate for the loss of my arm. A prosthetic, maybe?
0: I might be able to help with that. Hmm, your stump looks like it's healing alright, that's good news. And with it just below the shoulder... Ah, it shouldn't be too hard to mount a basic prosthetic arm to it.
5: I'll help you out too. never hurts to have an
1: extra set of... eyes, right? I gotta hand it to you, Crispy. You managed to catch yourself this time. <laughs> Damn it. That's not fair. I'm glad you can laugh it off.
3: Don't be deceived. This twig is surprisingly supple.
1: I, uh, appreciate you carrying me, but please don't refer to me as supple while you're doing
3: so. Raider girl, how likely do you think it is that a sudden fall would kill this child?
0: Oh, don't call me that, asshole! he survive a fall. Uh,
3: Atlas, come on! You're welcome. we carrying you for the past six hours.
1: I'm alright. Thanks for carrying Bucket, too.
0: You're welcome. Why do you put up with that asshole?
5: He can be a dick, yeah. But he's got his soft spots. Ready, Johnny?
1: Yep. Uh, thanks. Yeah, Atlas has a temper, but he's been reliable in the short amount of time I've known him. I think I can walk. Let's go.
0: So, you're using him.
5: What? No way. He's our friend. We watch out for each other. Right, Atlas?
0: Fuck you.
5: It's complicated, but he's part of the crew, and we never leave the crew behind.
0: He's literally walking away.
5: Yeah, but we're all walking in the same direction.
0: Uh, and we should catch up, too. We still have to cross the Red Wash.
5: Yeah, probably a good idea. So, what are we looking for here?
6: We're following the river east. There's an old bridge heading south that we can use to cross. There's no chance of wading through it this far north, anyway.
1: Good thing the sky is clear. It'll make it easier to check her footing.
5: You gonna be okay, kid? Jeez, you're burning up.
0: Oh, his IV ran out again. His stump isn't bleeding, and the stim packs have definitely taken care of his other injuries. Unless... oh shit. He might be about to crash. Hello?
5: Dave isn't looking too good either.
0: We gotta hurry up. If they're going down, you and the mutant probably aren't far off. Did you hear
5: that, Houndstooth? I did.
6: From the bridge, it's almost a straight shot to Fairbank. We can pick up our pace once we get over the river.
1: Let's, uh, get going. I'll just... run. Whoa! Uh, nope. That's, uh, not a good idea. Uh,
3: I am not letting you slow us down again!
5: Whoa! Thanks, Atlas. Where would we be without you? Dead. Yeah, probably. How are you feeling?
3: Feverish. But nothing I cannot handle. We're close to relative safety. I won't be done in by weak human drugs.
5: Jovan, what do you know about what Cutler Pump is full of?
0: Well, it's called numbskull. It numbs your extremities and causes delirium without slowing your heart rate. In small doses... It's mostly harmless, but Cutler kept you four on it for around a month. That much numbskull would stress the heart and cause complications that might kill you. I'd have to guess that he also used Mellow, another drug Cutler made himself to regulate your heart rates.
3: You certainly know a fair amount about chems, Raider.
0: Yeah, when you're in a vault where there are more people on drugs than off, you get used to seeing some shit. For last year, most of the blood drinkers would come to me when someone overdosed, or if they wanted to get clean. I've got a decent procedure for getting someone through detox. At least with this group, I shouldn't have to worry about you going out and getting addicted all over again.
5: Nah, I think I've had enough numbskull to last a lifetime. I'll stick with Jet and Day Tripper.
0: Huh? That Jet didn't work on ghouls.
5: Uh, well. I mix my jet with something else.
0: Oh, really? What do you use? Well...
5: Ah, uh, hell. I cut it with... shoe polish.
0: Ah! Wait! Oh, nitrate! With what jet does to your brain, then it should kill you!
5: Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to. But that's not important right now. Let's, uh... Let's just focus on getting across the river.
6: There's the bridge up ahead. It's pretty well-traveled. So keep quiet until we
5: get across. That's fine with me.
6: Alright. This should work. Sterling, you and I are going to clear this building. Ready?
2: Yes, sir. Locked and loaded.
6: The rest of you stay here. Stay low and keep your voices down.
5: Right. Got it.
3: Works for me. Uh, The ground won't stop shaking.
0: That's your legs. Hold on a little longer. Once we get inside, I can get working on you.
5: Hopefully before it rains. Man, this place is
1: tripping me out. Look at that over the doorway. The river provides...
3: Huh. Let's. Uh, don't vomit. If you vomit, I'll vomit. Why is there so much vomit today?
0: Keep it down. This place looks abandoned, but I don't want to chance there being someone else out here.
5: Hello. Just go in a corner if you gotta do that, Dave. And keep your clothes on. Hello. Don't go too far.
2: Hello. At,
5: at least go around the corner or something. Too far.
3: Whoa. My eyes are closed. Who was that?
1: Did Dave just talk? Did he
5: Did he really just say that?
0: Uh Yeah.
5: Dave, say that again. Hello? Oh. Well then...
0: What happened to him that made him talk like that?
5: I caved his skull in with a frying pan. To be fair, he started it.
2: Hello?
6: Hey. The building's secure. Get inside. Ah,
5: hell yes.
0: Alright, first things first. We need a place where you can all lie down.
2: There's a room upstairs that's already mostly empty. I'll start making some space.
0: Houndstooth, help me get the mutant upstairs. Let's get the heaviest one out of the way first.
3: Can do. Let's go. On the hand, me. I can... Alright, fine. Get me upstairs.
5: I've got just enough energy left in me. Let's go, Johnny.
2: Hello. Hello. All
0: right. Holy, what the fuck are you doing? The mutant just passed out. What do you think would happen? Your dumbasses are passed out on the stairs! I swear! I should just shove you down these stairs myself!
5: Sorry, just. take him, please.
2: <sighs> <sighs> Come on, idiots. Well, uh, this should be enough space.
0: Did you need anything else? Only buckets or bowls? Well, anything that'll hold water. Bring back as many as you can find.
6: Sterling, you stay here. I'll get the buckets. Yes, sir.
0: All right. Get your backpacks off. I need the supplies in them. While I get what I need, find a place to lie down and try to get comfortable. You're in for a rough stretch.
2: All right. Can do. Let's get you down first, Johnny. This looks
0: comfortable enough.
5: Speaking of buckets... Bucket! Activate!
4: Activating. Error. Disconnected from satellite network. Attempting to reconnect net-net. Connection successful. Updating weather patterns. Weather patterns up to date. date.
5: <laughs> Hell yeah. How about Bucket? Can you do the weather for the week?
4: Beginning weather forecast for the week of October 3rd, 2287. Currently, the temperature is 62 d- degrees Fahrenheit, with a high of 68 degrees and a low of 54 degrees. Seventy-two percent at humidity. Heavy rain, rain rains expected throughout the day. Wind speed speeds of ten miles expected throughout the day. Amp, ambient radiation will increase by ten percent. Tuesday, the temp temperature will have a high of sixty degrees, with a low of fifty-one degrees. Seventy-nine percent humidity. Heavy rains expected throughout the day. Wind speeds of eight miles throughout the day. Ambient radiation will increase, increase by two percent sense in. Wednesday day day day. The temperature will have a hot high of fifty-seven degrees, with a low of fifty-five 5 degrees. Sixty-eight percent 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 humidity. Overcast. Scat 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 scattered showers throughout the day. Ambient radiation will decrease by four percent. Thursday day day, the temp temperature will have a high of 56 de- degrees, with a low of 55 five de- degrees, 63 percent cent humidity. O- o- Overcast, light wind winds and scattered showers. Ambient radiation will decrease starting at 1,800 hours. Friday, the temperature wi- wi- will have a high of 62 degrees, with a low of 60 degrees. 666 percent 6, humidity, deep. overcast, light winds and scattered showers. Saturday, day, the temperature will have a high of 60 degrees, with a low of 60 degrees. 58% humi- mi- 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 humidity. Overcast, light winds, and scattered showers. Sunday, the temp, temp temperature will have a high of 67 degrees with a low of 65 degrees EE. 55% humidity. Overcast, light winds, and scattered showers. Monday, will not hap, hap, happen. Be prepared. Week weekly estimated radiation level is condition d- d- yellow. Ambient radiation at 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 unsafe levels. Travel not not recommended. For forecast cast completely. Running diagnostics and printing satellites get scans. Error. Printer not found.
5: Well, shit. Sounds like a messy week ahead.
0: What was that about Monday?
5: This is not gonna happen.
0: Uh, what the hell does that mean?
5: We'll figure it out when. When did we start spinning?
0: Ugh, it's a good thing we got you all somewhere safe. I got Johnny. All idiot. Mutant. Except for now. You're next.
5: What are you... was that?
0: For now, fixer and a mild sedative. Once you're down, I'll hook you all up to IVs to keep your fluid stable. Hmm. I can't find a vein.
5: Eh? Oh, here.
0: Ooh. gross. But, yeah, I've got a clear shot to your veins now.
5: Perks of being a ghoul.
0: I wouldn't call necrosis a perk. Anyway... Just let the sedative get to work. This is only the beginning.
5: Good enough for me. Oh God. Ah! Fuck it!
6: Fuck it!
4: Oh. I got not touched. Awaiting instructions.
3: Oh. Ah, you. Yeah. Oh. 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 oh.
6: oh. 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 oh geez.
5: Man, I feel like garbage. Oh. Is it just me? Or is it burning up in here?
0: It's you. You've all been running fever since yesterday.
5: I wasn't feverish yesterday, was I? Wait, how long have I been out?
0: It's been a day since we got here. You've all been in and out for the past 12 hours, but I've kept you all stable.
5: Thanks. I appreciate you helping us out. Thank you. Whew.
0: Don't mention it. Just paying you back for getting me out of that place, I guess.
5: Nah. That's Houndstooth. We all owe him a lot, too.
0: Yeah. I guess we do. Uh, uh.
5: Where is he, anyway?
0: He and that Sterling guy are downstairs keeping guard. You can also thank Houndstooth for that bucket you just barfed in.
5: (laughs) I haven't heard anybody call it that for a long time.
3: Uh. Would you lower your voice, ghoul? I almost had my nausea under control before you opened your foolish mouth.
5: Atlas, how long have you been awake? Uh, just shut up.
0: He's been up for about an hour. Hasn't tried to get up after the first time. I'm surprised that both of you are awake already. I haven't worked on a ghoul or before. Guess that might have something to do with it.
5: I've been abusing chems on and off for years. Honestly, I should probably be dead. It might be because I'm a ghoul. Hell, maybe the radiation did something. I don't know. I guess I just recover from this stuff faster. Woof. Woof. My head's still spinning, though.
0: Just lay down. I'll switch out your bucket.
4: Back back now that itched. Awaiting instruct actions. Bucket, bucket sleep, sleep mode. mode. I hope you chose.
0: fuck is wrong with that thing?
5: His old team died 200 years ago. They killed themselves in front of him in their shelter when they ran out of food.
0: Huh? But it's a robot.
3: Yep. If neither of you are going to stop talking, then at least inform us of what happened while we were unconscious.
0: Ugh. Just shut up not to puke all over yourself jackass
5: what did happen while we were out
0: <sighs> not a lot your other two friends are still asleep Housetooth came back with the bu- <clears throat> the uh, trash cans a little bit after you all passed out he and Sterling are both keeping guard outside like I said before it's been raining since we got here and hasn't really stopped
5: <laughs> 98% accurate all right Yeah, the uh, forecast sounded like it was going to be pretty cold and wet for the rest of the week.
0: Oh. hmm. And the robot asked me to kill it a couple of times.
5: Yeah, sounds about right. How's Johnny doing?
0: As long as he gets enough rest, he'll make it. I'll keep an eye on him until his arm has finished healing. Just to make sure.
5: Thanks. I appreciate you looking out for him. Hmm. Hypothetically, could you fix that massive hole still in Atlas's chest?
0: Yeah. Probably.
5: You had a metal plate there for a bit. Do You think you could do something like that, but put a door on it? It'd be a convenient place to keep snacks.
3: Shut your wretched mouth, ghoul.
5: (laughs) Hell, why stop at snacks? You could keep a gun in there or something.
3: Stop. Talking. (gasps) I need some air.
0: Hey, you shouldn't be up, dumbass.
3: I know my body better than some raider whelp. I've been... I have... Oh no...
5: Wasteland Active Radio is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bell and Flynn Traveling Circus The Bell and Flynn Traveling Circus has set up their tents outside of Linwood and will begin performing this weekend. Witness daring acrobatic acts from their trapeze artists and tumblers. Enjoy the antics of their team of clowns and jugglers. And for the main event, Bell and Flynn shall unveil their greatest masterpiece, a completely robotic, cruelty-free elephant. That's right. The Bell and Flynn Traveling Circus is proud to add Dolly the Robo-Elephant to their lineup, alongside their robotic lion, robotic gorilla, and their troop of robot monkeys. So bring the whole family out this weekend to witness the greatest show under a tent, the Bell and Flynn Traveling Circus. I know it seems too good to be true, but back before the war, these folks really knew what they were doing, especially when it came to robotics. If I recall correctly... Flynn and Bell actually had absolutely nothing to do with each other, but when their groups happened to pitch their tents in the same town at the same time, rather than a turf war, the two of them became close friends and merged their crews. It surprised everyone, but from then on, they really were the greatest show on our, uh, under a tent. Anyway... Wasteland Active Radio is also brought to you by Big Al's Eatery. Big Al's Eatery, located on Main Street in Linwood, where Ginny's Bakery once was, is celebrating their grand opening this Friday. Big Al's Eatery, owned and operated by Big Al himself, will be debuting their menu, starting with their breakfast special of four strips of bacon, ham, a sausage patty, two eggs covered in cheese, and served in between two waffles. Okay, <clears throat> Their lunch special will be two quarter pound burger patties served with four strips of bacon, three kinds of cheese, Big Al's special sauce and served between two grilled cheese sandwiches jeez finally their dinner special will be a prime rib steak served with a barbecue chicken breast a slice of ham steak and served between a brioche bun you have got to be kidding me whatever Big Al's eatery eat like a god so got a couple of notes here one all of those specials sound like heart attacks waiting to happen don't get me wrong These days, if you served me all that, I'd eat all of it down. Even then, I'd still be suspicious of you trying to fatten me up to eat me. Second, on this ad here, it says eat a god, and someone used a pen to write like. Back then, innocent typo. These days, potential admission of cannibalism. Whatever, moving on. Wasteland Active Radio is also brought to you by Red Fred's Ammunition. Red Fred's Ammunition has been providing ammunition to the people of the Ash Flats faithfully for 40 years. Red Fred has ammunition for almost any type of firearm, from 9mm, 10mm, 50 caliber, shotgun cartridges, 308 rounds, 30 carbine, and much, much more. Red Fred and his crew make the majority of their ammunition themselves, and what they can't make, their team of scavengers has recovered from all over the wasteland. For all your ammo needs, turn to Red Fred and his team. Red Fred's ammunition, the amu nicest rounds you'll ever fire. Red Fred scavenger stopped into Station Hill yesterday, made a pretty good impression on Major Sterling. They agreed to ask Fred himself if he'd be interested in a contract with us. We expected them to take a week or so, but they showed back up this morning with a huge crate of ammo and Red Fred himself. Needless to say, Red Fred is on board with Station Hill. We look forward to working with Red Fred and his team. Cheers! Wasteland Active Radio is...
3: I can't remember the last time I ate. Hi, Atlas. What are you doing out here? In your condition, you should be inside resting. The scent of that room and the noise of its occupants were exacerbating my recovery. (sighs) Besides, the rain feels pleasant.
2: Yeah, it does. Atlas, Crispy briefly told me about what happened at Station Hill. Do you know what happened? I do. Can you tell me about
3: it? I can. However, I will not hold back. If you want someone to sugarcoat it, talk to the ghoul.
2: No, I need to hear it like it is. Tell me what
3: happened. When the tornado blew through Station Hill, it killed many on both sides. Lieutenant Kowalski, Sergeant Snake Man, and Taller Eric all died, just to name a few. More importantly, General Taft died as well. The surviving dashboards were scattered, though Specialist Young managed to rally any survivors he could find. They found the general's body and buried him and as many of the Dashwoods as they could find. Until the survivors of Macklin's army arrived and attacked. The Dashwoods were forced to flee and regrouped at the vault, where the non-combatants were evacuated. Oh, I remember the vault.
2: We lost contact with them.
3: The evacuees took shelter in the vault and closed the door. However, it's on a timed lock. It won't open for ten years. Ten years?! From what I've gathered, the vault was stocked with enough supplies to last them that long. In time, assuming the worst doesn't happen, they'll get out. Eventually. As for the rest of the surviving Dashwoods, They're currently building a new outpost at the entrance to the cave containing the vault.
2: Uh, How many of them survived?
3: Far less than half. Damn it. And what about you? How did you end up in the clutches of bloody Shannon's Raiders? Uh, I don't know how I
2: survived. The tornado threw me far from Station Hill, and somehow I didn't die. When I came to, I had a concussion, cracked ribs, and my entire body hurt. I was missing my gun, my ammo, most of my supplies, and one of my boots. I patched myself up as best I could with the one stem pack I had that hadn't broken in the crash before I started moving on. With no idea where I was, I wandered north, just looking for some kind of landmark or or something that might tell me where I was. I, I was lost, Atlas. Wandering for days with no food or water, scrounging together whatever necessities that I could find. After about a week... I ran into a band of slavers. I fought them off as best I could, but with only a knife in hand, I was overwhelmed and they slapped that collar around my neck. They hauled me up north, and a few weeks later, I was bought by the Wire Clan. That much was lucky. Lucky? Explain. The blood drinkers had a habit of eating their slaves. The surgeons... I'm type O negative. They would have cut me open and harvested me for spare parts. The Wire Clan, well, they were easier to please. Ah,
3: oh, I can see how that could be considered lucky. I assume you'll be returning to rest command from Badger Boy? Perhaps put his head on a spit? What? no. No.
2: <clears throat> no. I'm not going to do that. I... I don't think I'm fit to return to my position. Badger Boy... Specialist Young... He's more than earned his position. Hell, he probably deserves a promotion.
3: You truly relinquished your position to that clown? Well... His second-in-command is the clown, but... You allow that explosives-obsessed beatnik to remain in command of your soldiers?
2: Don't get me wrong. Learning that any of the men under my command managed to survive lifts a massive weight off my shoulders. I'm relieved. Probably happier than I've been in a long time. But, But I don't deserve my rank.
3: That isn't true. What?! How long have you been eavesdropping?
6: Since you got out here, you're not exactly quiet.
3: Hmm. Evacuating the contents of my stomach isn't a silent affair. Wait! What? What are you doing, Atlas? I'll be damned if this foul spook managed to slip another piece of excrement anywhere on my person. Relax. I'm not in the mood to screw with you today. Like I trust
6: that. Believe what you want. This rain, coupled with you and your friends, going through recovery, is slowing us down more than I'm comfortable with. I've been
3: thinking about our options all day. Oh yes. Options. Like abandoning Station Hill during the battle with Macklin? You don't know what you're talking about. Then where were you? You are the second in command of the daring Dashwoods. With the general dead, responsibility of the Dashwoods falls on your shoulders. Everyone else thinks you're dead. Good. Good? Good, you traitorous little Atlas! That's enough! You are being too
2: loud. If anyone is nearby, you'll be giving opposition away.
3: You may have saved us, wretch, but you abandoned the Dashwoods. My trust only goes so far. Atlas, please. You don't have much room to talk. You seem so willing to give up your position of power over one failure. Large as your failings may be, you have a responsibility to your own men to return to them and accept that responsibility. And you, wretch, I'm not done with you. Where have you been? What happened at the battle for Station Hill? You really want to know?
6: Fine. Not long after the battle started, the men under my command south of the outpost were being picked off left and right. We didn't have visuals on them until I managed to catch one attempting to catch me from behind. It was a Nightkin using a stealth boy to sneak in and kill my soldiers. We fought them off, and I lost my radio in the fight. We got the upper hand, and only a small contingent of normal super mutants and the Nightkin squad leader remained. Their leader fled, and I gave chase. You abandoned your men! I gave my lieutenant orders to finish off the super mutants and take command of the remainder of our squad. I left them in good hands, and I knew the General would want to investigate the matter himself. Tell me, what did Taft do when he couldn't get in contact?
2: He rallied the cavalry and went to investigate.
6: A convenient excuse. I knew that hard-headed old bastard better than anyone else. There's no way he'd just sit on his fat ass when he couldn't get in contact with the South Team. It was only a matter of time before he got on those four-legged choke moles of his
2: to check up on us. That's the general you're talking about. I know you were close to him, but please, show some respect.
6: Lancer Catherine Taft was a stubborn, arrogant old fool. The only reason he was at Outpost 17 was because he didn't think you could handle things, Major.
2: Wait, but...
6: It only took a few hours for me to see that you and the rest of the men under your command could have handled that battle on your own. If it hadn't been for the tornado, you would have lost just as many Dashwoods, but you would have won the battle. I told Tat about my assessment, but he refused to leave. Said it would have been in poor taste.
3: I... I don't understand.
6: You will. Give it time.
3: What happened after you began pursuing the Nightkin?
6: Right. The Nightkin and I fought for three days in the woods. I had him lined up for a killing blow, but he kept a knife hidden in his boot. He tossed his knife, narrowly missing me. But that one moment of distraction was all it took for him to get away. That rat fink, Garrett. Garrett? Uh,
3: That craven worm. He ambushed us while searching for the surviving Dashwoods. I swear I will kill him. He's too dangerous and squirrely to let live. Shockingly... That's something we can both agree on. What happened after that coward fled? I made my way back to what was left of the
6: outpost. For my scouting, the Dashwoods had managed to regroup enough to start trying to rebuild and bury the dead before the remnants of Macklin's army chased them away. It didn't take me long to find the general's grave. My friendship with Taft had been strained over the years, but he was still a friend. After gathering all the radios I could off the dead Dashwoods, I paid my respects to Taft and resigned from the Daring Dashwoods Mercenary Company. From there, I started traveling west. That's when I saw the slavers taking Sterling.
2: You... you saw them take me?
6: I did. As good as I am, that slaver band was too small and tight-knit to manage to sneak into, but too large to take in combat without risking your life. Even after retiring from the Dashwoods, I wasn't going to let some filthy slavers just have their way. I followed them while making a plan, but that's when they reached the vault. Seeing what they were doing and seeing that they'd bought Sterling, that's when I knew that I had bigger fish to fry. Bloody Shannon and her raiders were too dangerous. I had to take them down, still do. So I infiltrated them and began working on a plan to destroy them and get Sterling out. After getting you out, My ties to the Dashwoods are truly cut.
3: Despite all your seemingly noble posturing, you're still abandoning your post. You're abdicating your duties and... And... Oh, no.
5: Oh, man. My stomach finally quit doing backflips. Ooh. Ooh, still dizzy, though.
0: That's good. The dizziness should stop eventually. You just need to get more rest.
5: Not gonna argue with that. I know this might seem rude, but, uh, how old are you?
0: Nineteen. Why?
5: <laughs> just my luck to run into two child prodigies in my life.
0: I'm not a child.
5: No, you're not. But you know a whole hell of a lot more about medicine than any other nineteen-year-old that I've met. Kind of like Johnny with his robots and computers. Where'd you learn all this stuff?
0: Oh... (laughs) Thanks. Well, all the stuff about medicine and all that, I learned back home in the vault. It had a massive library of medical textbooks. Both hard copy and digital. (sighs) My mom and I spent a lot of time combing through the library while she was... looking for a cure for what was wrong with her. I thought I'd get bored of reading all that stuff. Especially with how complicated it was. But <laughs> I wanted to help.
5: <laughs> I've been in a few vaults in my time, and everyone I've been in that didn't have people living in it had some sort of screwed-up, Vault-Tech-sponsored experiment going on. Johnny came from a vault where he was the only human in a vault full of robots. We found a vault where the lights stopped working after a month. One that was full of animals and not enough humans and, uh... Oh! One where there was a surplus of food, but only one toilet. Ugh! Gnarly! Yeah, we didn't stay in there long. Any idea what the experiment in the vault you were living in was?
0: Well, I wasn't sure until the doc told me. He was born and raised in the vault. His parents were doctors... His parents' parents were doctors, and so on. The vault was full of doctors all the way back to the day they closed the door. Doctors, medical textbooks, and medical equipment. Nobody had been in or out of the vault until the day my mom and the other raiders showed up. The Wire Clan got the door open. The surgeons went in and secured the population. And the blood drinkers, led by my mom, came in and cleaned up the survivors that the blood drinkers didn't eat were enslaved.
5: Whoa, so, uh, you're a cannibal?
0: What? Oh! No. Gross. I mean, (laughs) my mom gave me the option in private, and I, they've tried eating human meat. But I didn't like it. It's one thing to kill a brahmin or a radstag and eat it, But I couldn't get past the meat on my plate, literally begging for their life only a few minutes before.
5: Ah, so I don't have to worry about you eating me if I sleep in too late. No. That's good to hear, since-
0: Ghouls were used as slaves, specifically because they taste so bad. With all the rot, there was a lot lower of a chance that they'd eat a ghoul for fucking up.
5: Yikes. But hey, glad to know that all the times I had to say I taste bad, I wasn't lying. Put another mark on the pro side of that board. Anyway, you said your mom was looking for a cure. I could see she was sick. Did you ever figure out what it was?
0: Not conclusively, no. Not long after we got there, my mom gathered together a team of personal physicians from the population. She had them researching for months, just figuring out what was wrong with her. They said... It was a bloodborne pathogen. She's. She was the leader of the blood drinkers. They confirmed it came from her cannibalism and told her it was terminal. When they did, she almost killed them all. The doc got her to calm down by telling her that they could still treat it, lessen the symptoms, and give her more time. To just. Long enough, I guess.
5: So, uh, you grew up in that vault?
0: Hmm? Uh, yeah. I mean, ten years, really.
5: So, shit, you were nine? Is there daycare for raiders?
0: The fuck is daycare?
5: It's a pre-war thing, kind of like dinosaurs. So what'd you do? What was it like being a kid in a place that rough?
0: I may have been the daughter of the overboss, but unless it went too far... I wasn't immune to the shit raider kids would do to each other. When we weren't fighting, we'd be getting up to shit. We'd run around and just bother other people. (laughs) Stealing, getting caught, trying to kick people around before getting kicked back. We had some games we'd play. Mostly weird things we'd come up with when we had to lay low. Eventually, as we grew up, more and more of my friends went out to raid and never came back. I did. Once. Back when I was 16. <laughs> I couldn't hold that rifle to save my life. I was shaking so bad. I ran out of ammo in two minutes and didn't hit anybody. Oh, and got stabbed.
5: You got stabbed?
0: Mm-hmm. That was my 13th. What? Mm-hmm. I told you. I played with raider kids. You didn't get to run with my group without getting stabbed at least once.
5: Holy crap. Uh, anyway.
0: Why are you asking me all this anyway?
5: Oh, well, I figure you're probably going to be traveling with us for a bit. May as well get to know each other, right?
0: Mm, sure. Why not? Then what about you? What's your story?
5: Well, I'm over 200 years old. Where do you want to start?
0: Shit. I forgot ghouls live that long. You were really from way back then?
5: Yep, I was at work when the bombs dropped. Got stuck in a bomb shelter with my coworkers, went ghoul, cool, watched the rest die or go feral themselves. I got out of there and just started wandering. It was hell, fire and brimstone and all that. But I walked through places that glowed as bright as day and should have died more times than I can count. When I found people, most of them freaked out when they saw me, but I managed to get by. I was really good at being alone and getting by... for a while. Everybody has their limits.
0: What'd you do about it?
5: Chem's.
0: (laughs) Of course. It explains your jet trick.
5: Not gonna lie. I wasn't trying for the buzz. That was just a semi-fortunate discovery for me.
0: You really tried to end it, didn't you?
5: Yep, but ta-da! I'm still here. Only tried it one other time, but it didn't stick. I guess death doesn't want me dead yet. I'd be too annoying. (laughs) It's not important anymore, anyway. I've got a reason to live now. What's that? Finally found where I fit in. I found my niche and I just got comfortable. I ain't giving up my seat anytime soon.
0: (laughs) Huh. Good to hear. I guess.
5: Thanks. So, how'd you get involved with Houndstooth?
0: Oh, he showed up a couple months ago. I don't know how he managed it, but he got into my mom's entourage. We didn't realize he was in the room when my mom and I were arguing about what to do about, well, everything.
5: You were filling in for your mom at that point, right?
0: Yeah, for almost a year.
5: How'd that start?
0: Mom's condition was getting worse. She could barely stand sometimes. So behind my back, she got a group together to find a slave with a similar body type as mine. They killed her, burnt her up, and then planted her body a week after my mom locked me in my room.
5: No shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She didn't tell me shit about what she planned until it was already done. Then she started training me to act like her. Why? She knew that if she died, the group would fall apart. Over the years, tension between the other clans was getting worse. This whole situation probably wasn't far from happening anyway. Houndstooth just sped things up. Before then, I was stuck having to act like my mom, learning how to run things like she did. The blood drinkers basically worship my mom like a goddess. As long as I was able to rally them like Buddy Shannon should, things would hold together. Not that it mattered. Rumors were already going around that something was off. I don't know how they started, but that's around when Houndstooth got involved. He saw what was happening and had us both dead to rights. Houndstooth could have killed us right then and there, but instead... He offered to get me out in exchange for tearing down the clans. Mom barely hesitated and took him up on his offer.
5: Well, it worked out. What's next for you?
0: What do you mean?
5: Well, you've got your whole life left in front of you. What do you want to do with it?
0: I, I don't know. am only really good at medicine.
5: And scaring the shit out of people.
0: Yes, I could keep doing that. You know, I don't like... I don't like hurting people. I can never be a raider. (laughs) You know, just thinking about having to kill people? (sighs) Ugh, makes me sweat. But... I've only ever lived around other raiders. You know, I don't know what the fuck to do around other people. (sighs) shit. I don't even know why I'm telling you this. You know, we're just traveling together. What the fuck do you care? Mm
5: hmm That's it. I've got it. After we're safe, how about you join my show?
0: The hell are you talking about?
5: Back home, I run a radio show. I do news, announcements, interviews with special guests. Bucket does the weather. Atlas does interviews at points of interest. I'm thinking Johnny could teach people about how to take care of their electronics or something. Maybe you could do a weekly segment on how to take care of your health out in the wasteland. I don't know. We need a title for your segment. Maybe, uh, hmm. Ah, the health report with Bonnie.
0: Only my mom gets to call me Bonnie.
5: Ah, sorry. We'll workshop it later, but we've got time for you to figure that out. So, what do you say?
0: Uh, I'll think about it.
5: Eh, good enough for me. Now, if you'll excuse me, the nausea is back. Ugh. So, what's the diagnosis, doctor?
0: Are they gonna make it? Hmm, there was no doubt in my mind. The idiot was a lot easier to deal with when he was unconscious. Oh, hello! And, <clears throat> Johnny's wounds have completely closed.
1: Am I cleared for travel?
0: If you're able to walk on your own, you're well enough to travel. I'll still be keeping an eye on you. Just in case.
5: Good to know you've got a professional watching your back, eh,
1: Johnny? It sure is. Thank you, Choban.
0: Uh, Oh, <laughs> uh, it was—it was nothing. Don't mention.
1: I owe you a lot for helping us. Thanking you is the least I could do. <laughs> I
0: don't—I don't, I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, good. Knock it off. <laughs> uh, hello. Hello. Don't talk to me unless you're dying, Baldy. <laughs> Hello!
5: Really though, thank you, Choban. And thank you, Houndstooth. If it weren't for the both of you, we'd probably all be dead.
6: It's nothing, and if all of you are roadworthy, you need to keep moving. We've spent too many days here. We're lucky we weren't caught.
3: So where are we going? As this group's navigator, I demand to know our heading.
6: You'll be heading to a small settlement southeast of here called Little Drink. It's a decently defended town, that focuses on trade. They see a lot of different folks traveling through,
5: so they shouldn't be too perturbed by you being there. Just keep your head down, mutant. I refuse to bow to anyone. Wait a second, you're making it sound like you're not
6: going. You're right, we'll go our separate ways here. Sir? I'm just a civilian now, Major. Lieutenant General Houndstooth died in Station Hill alongside General Taft.
2: You're really leaving the Dashwoods behind?
6: I am. I'm not
2: fit for them anymore.
6: Their methods of dealing with raiders and slavers are too restrictive for me. So here, that map will help you get there and use the caps as you see fit. When you get the Little Drink, finish recovering and make your way back to the Dashwoods. Or do whatever you want to do. You're not my responsibility anymore. Houndstooth, are you sure? The Dashwoods could really use you.
3: They don't need a deserter in their midst. Let this foul wretch go his own way. With
6: that taken care of, good luck getting
5: a little drink. Goodbye. Houndstooth, wait, please just- Crispy!
2: He's made his decision. Let him go.
5: Where are you gonna go?
6: Back to the fault. I've got unfinished business there.
5: Houndstooth! Thank you! Thank, thank, you.
0: thank you!
2: Hello! Well, we should keep moving, everybody.
3: We got a long walk to Little Drink. Judging by this map, it'll take several days at least. Do we have the supplies to make it?
0: After what I used helping you recover, we're kind of short on medical supplies. Hello?
3: Right, we don't have much food either.
1: That's not a problem. Between all of us, I'm sure we can survive the trip. No matter how difficult it is, I know we'll make it to safety. Well,
3: we're not making any progress by standing here conversing. I shall resume my duties as navigator and leader of this group. Let us sally forth.
5: Aye aye, Captain. (laughs) Let's get moving, everybody. We've got a long way to go and we've got people waiting on us. So, what are we waiting for? Let's go.
2: Wasteland Active Radio is created, written, and produced by Z. Hagen and Jay Wilson, brought to you by the record button. The roles of Crispy, Bucket, and Houndstooth are played by Mr. Wilson. The roles of Atlas, Dave, and Sterling are played by Mr. Hagen. The role of Johnny is played by B. Seawick, and the role of Shobon is played by B. Agaston. Wasteland Active Radio is set in the Fallout video game universe owned by ZeniMax Media and Bethesda Softworks. No copyright infringement is intended. Please support the official release. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your continued support. like. Well, Houndstooth said that they're a trade in town, so they've probably got a whole bunch of different folks. I wonder if they'll
0: have power armor.
5: Uh, we can only hope. Hello! There's no way they don't have jerky. Hell, they probably got jerky you've never even tried before, Dave.
0: We'll definitely need to restock on medical supplies. We're pretty drained as it is, and I don't think any of you would have compatible blood types.
3: None of this will matter if we don't make it there. Enough chatter keep moving.
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, what the hell? Oh, what's that smell?
5: <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it, what is that? Dave, is that you?
1: Hello? Why are you pointing at me? I'm behind you. The aerodynamics don't even make sense. You're right. And that would mean it
2: have to be coming from Atlas. Ah, oh, gross, Atlas, did you beef?
3: I did no such thing. It's clearly the environment we're walking through.
5: Yeah, nice excuse, but wait. Holy shit. Atlas, check your pockets.
3: I've already checked twice since leaving that foul worm behind. It isn't coming from me.
0: Uh, nope. <coughs> it's going from your ba- It's going from your bag.
3: What? No. No, 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 no. No! No! You filthy wretched vile worm!
0: What is that okay? Oh. Where did he even get that much?
5: (laughs) (laughs) He did it again. He snuck a turn to your bag.
3: (laughs) That's it. We're going back. I'm going to shove him back inside of him and throw him to the Raiders.